Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. The FT Under a bright blue sky, a young Arab man in a neat black bomber jacket is tending to gruesome business. He is gathering the remains of a human body. They belong to Ahmed Jabari, head of the Al-Qassam Brigade, the military wing of the Palestinian organization Hamas, who has just been killed in an Israeli airstrike. The aftermath of the bombing, which took place in November 2012, is infernal. The streets and nearby buildings are sprayed with blood. Amid the chaos, the young man burrows into the wreckage of the car in which Jabari was travelling and solemnly puts some unrecognisable items into a small cloth bag. I'm collecting the pieces of the corpse, he explains dispassionately to the camera. He shuffles into a car. The camera stays with him. He's sweating heavily now. He pulls out a gelatinous lump from the bag. This is his eye, he says, more emotional this time. His only concern is to take the remains to a hospital. When he arrives, there's an angry crowd blocking the way. I have flesh with me, he shouts, to help clear a path into the building. I swear I have. Devilish details, rarely seen in the plethora of news reports that come out of the various conflicts of the Middle East and which batter us into indifference on a near-daily basis. Is it just a matter of taste? If we receive the fuller, more brutal picture, would we be persuaded to care a little more? Or would we shrink away still further? The harrowing scenes come from a short documentary film, Gaza Chronicles of a Conflict, which last year won a prestigious award at the Monte Carlo TV Festival and was shown this week at the American Documentary Film Festival in California. It's part of a series devised by its Hungarian directors, Andras Takas and Esther Cheke, called On the Spot, comprising 40 similarly compelling pieces of reportage from around the world. The idea of the documentary as eyewitness is hardly new, but rarely has it been taken to this degree. Takash and Cheke take their cue from a statement by their famous compatriot, the war photographer Robert Kappa. If your pictures aren't good enough, you're not close enough. They plunge their cameras into the heart of the action, asking questions that are normally suppressed. What happens to a body when it is blown up? And who, literally, picks up the pieces? With their small cameras, they say, they aim to respond in a human way to the situation in front of them, without any reporter-like behaviour, as Cheke tells me in a telephone conversation. Their resolve in the Gaza documentary is put to the test when the reporter they're travelling with suddenly receives a phone call telling him that his daughter has been injured in another attack. His professional calmness dissolves as he races to be at her side. The cameras don't miss a beat. What the film does not offer is any sense of explanation or context. It is footage in its rawest state. Only in the editing, the story of the reporter and the young man are skillfully interlaced, is there any sign of artfulness. 
I ask them if they feel any obligation to frame their stories with a wider sense of background. When the bombs are falling, you can't find any rational reasons for anything, replies Takash. What about the obligation to remain neutral? When you're in that close, it doesn't matter which side you're on, he says. These issues disappear. The skill of their journalism lies in their recognition of when they're being manipulated. You have to be good to know when you are being used as a tool to spread some kind of ideology, says Takash. It's not our job to explain or solve the Middle East conflict, adds Cheke. That would be pompous. Their filming in the world's most troubled spots are like the stones of a mosaic. By telling all these small stories, we are working to give the bigger picture, she says. This style of documentary making signals a trend away from some of the more fashionable examples of the genre that have dominated discussion in recent years. It's a world away from the bluster and bluntness of a Michael Moore polemical rant and has none of the ego-driven worthiness of an essentially trivial film such as Morgan Spurlock's Supersize Me. It is, of course, a child of the technology that enables everything to be filmed and instantly disseminated. We're getting accustomed to seeing rawness on screen, whether it focuses on the antics of a cat chasing its tail around the sitting room or a police car chasing miscreants around the villages of England. We are able to process those images without commentary. Mobile phone camera work and CCTV have irreversibly changed our sensibility. The world is turning into a giant episode of You've Been Framed. What will matter in the future is who does the framing. Takash and Cheke are currently in Mexico filming a documentary about whales, before travelling to Brazil, where they will focus on some of the as-yet-untold stories underlying the forthcoming World Cup. They confess to the extreme difficulty of maintaining any sense of distance in their immersive style of filmmaking. We're trying hard to fight any burnout, says Cheke. We have seen many of our colleagues suffer from it. Gaza Chronicles of a Conflict is a film of almost primeval qualities. It portrays, in their naked state, the birth of hatred and the pathetic fragility of hope. There is a glimpse of a happy ending. The reporter's little girl, who loses three fingers, receives the operation she needs in Israel. But we don't need a voiceover to tell us that the wider story remains bleak. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. 